Welcome to the Everything Building Envelope podcast. On this show, we discuss topics relating to the exterior building envelope, such as waterproofing, glazing, cladding, roofing, and more. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. For previous episodes, show notes, and bonus video content, check out our website, everythingbuildingenvelope.com. Now, here's your host for the Everything Building Envelope podcast, Paul Beers. Hello, everyone. This is Paul Beers. Welcome back to the Everything Building Envelope podcast. Really excited about today's guest, Omar Sheck with Bluebeam Software Company. Hello, Omar. Hi, Paul. How are you? Great. So thanks so much for uh, for doing this. I'm really excited to uh, to have you on today. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to join you. We've been working on a well, working together for over a year now, so I'm excited to uh, participate in, in today's podcast. Yeah, and it's been really great. It's been really great, um, both um, personally and professionally. So um, I'm going to let you tell everybody in more detail as we get into things, but Bluebeam Software Company produces a, um, a product called Bluebeam Review, and it's really designed for the architecture, engineering, and construction industries. And I think the listeners are going to be very interested in those. Probably a lot of them use it already, but those that don't are going to be, I think, are going to be really interested in hearing about it. So, um, could you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first, you know, kind of what your background is and what you're doing with Bluebeam and whatnot? Sure. Well, I actually come from the software side of things. I've been working for 10 years in, in the software industry and uh, actually came out originally from the oil and gas sector, um, working for large EPC contractors over in the UK and uh, eventually had the opportunity to come out and work for, for Bluebeam you know, three three or so years ago now. And uh, I really focused in on content management and collaboration and Bluebeam really resonated with me as there was there was nothing else on the market that was really like that. And we saw huge success in the oil and gas industry in adopting Bluebeam for design review and for any kind of collaborative workflow. And when I joined Bluebeam, I really saw the AEC industry was going through those same technology challenges as, as the oil and gas industry was. So I really quickly adopted to... Uh, to the challenges that the industry was facing and and was able to pull on my experience with, that I had in the oil and gas industry to really sort of make a success of the AEC industry adopting technology as well. So you just, you just said one of my favorite words, collaborating, and that's um, really, a, really a big deal. You know, I know it's a big buzzword these days, but we do, you know, my firm does a lot of work with, with architects and contractors and whatnot, and, and the collaboration is so important, you know, everybody being on the same page and whatnot, and then Bluebeam can really, really facilitate that. And I'd like to talk about that a little bit more as we get into things, but can you just sort of give us the base or give the listeners the basics of um, what is Bluebeam Review and, um, you know, what are some of the parts and pieces? Yeah, definitely. Well, Bluebeam Review is a, a PDF editing markup and collaboration technology, and it's it's a desktop installed app uh, for Windows, for Mac, and we also have an iPad app as well. Um, but we really f- focus on those AEC customers and their workflows, and try and enable uh, workflows from start to finish and across the entire life cycle of a project. We've actually got over a million users worldwide now, and 
not just here in the US and Canada. We have a, a large uh, following in Scandinavia and the UK, Australia, and also in Asia as well. And we're actually being utilized by 92% of the top 100 contractors, according to ENR Magazine's 2016 list, which is really exciting for us. But whether it's uh, workflows such as punch or bag check or uh, estimations, issue tracking, we can really sort of facilitate those workflows just using the simple but powerful UI that Bluebeam Review has. And you can tailor that interface and the, the functionality there to your, to your specific company and workflow needs just by using some of the uh, features directly within the application. So we last saw each other, trying to think, was it September? It was, it was September. August at our conference. At August. Our, uh, user conference. Time flies. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. <laughs> But that was uh, at the um, at the Bluebeam Extreme Conference in San Diego, and Omar was talking about how widely adopted the program is in the construction architecture and construction uh, industry. And I was really really impressed with um, not only with the the program, but with with the attendees. I mean, it was like a who's who of architect, engineer, and contracting firms. Yes, certainly was. And we had close to a thousand people there this year, which is an incredible achievement. We've we really are driven by what the customer wants and the, I like to refer to the extreme conference as my Christmas day, except I get Christmas for three days a year because the conference is uh, typically a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's a very exciting time for us and we get so much feedback from customers there and, and we it was a pleasure having Paul out there. Uh, this year, as well as all the rest of our customer base, I thought it was great. And you know, for for you Bluebeam users that are listening, I would highly recommend that you give serious consideration to attending next year because not not only you know can you brush up on your skills, but you learn about things other other uses that you don't even haven't really even considered, and see how other people are using it and from a strategic standpoint. It's really a spectacular opportunity to learn more about how to use what's a, a program that's basically made for our industry. Yeah, definitely. The user-driven uh, presentations there really help drive home how uh, review can be adopted across the entire AEC industry. And that's really where we get the most value, and we see customers getting the most value from those customer-led presentations. So when we first met, we had we had uh, I was so excited. We wanted to basically use Bluebeam to capture data electronically in the field and produce, you know, fairly automatically produce reports. And I was so excited when I was on the Bluebeam website and saw that they actually had a consulting division, and that was how we got hooked up. And you and uh, and Matt came out and met with us. And so, you know, with the stated objective, but before we even started that, you guys were showing us how to, um, you know, manage documents better, and it blew our mind. <laughs> we had the program. We'd never used it. So if you don't mind, can we start with that, just talking about some of the things? And I know it's pretty basic, but it's funny that I bet many, many, many people who have Bluebeam installed don't even know about stuff like this. No, the document control functionality that we showed you guys to, to begin with was 
is really, really powerful, but as you rightly said, it is very underutilized. And uh, we're, we're trying to define some best practices right now that we can start sharing with customers for workflows like document control so everybody can know about them. Uh, but in terms of document control and document preparation, we have functions like Automark, which allows you to take content from or text from the PDF itself in a certain area and scan through every single page in that PDF and maybe pull out, say, the sheet name and sheet number and apply that as the name of the PDF file. So you then no longer have to worry about managing that. And then there's functionality like batch link that allows you to add, uh, use that same Automark technology, but you would use it on the sheet name. And then every time that sheet name appears, you can hyperlink directly to that sheet. So very quickly, very easily, you're actually able to create a fully navigable sheet set that you can utilize both on the desktop and out in the field. When, you know, when the guys are out in the field using the iPad app, they can very easily, quickly navigate between files to get to the information they need. And that's one of the biggest challenges that we've had in the industry with adoption is that speed of access. Nothing beats the speed of having a roll of papers under your arm until something like Batchlink or being able to create a navigable sheet set uh, really came about, and that's really where we've seen a huge amount of success over the last few years. It's really spectacular. You know, the, the bane of my existence before I met you guys was somebody will send somebody will send a, a, a PDF file. It's what I call the endless PDF stream. You know, it could have 400-page documents, and I'm looking for, say, the building elevations, and you've just got to scroll and go page by page by page by page by page. And with this process, you can basically delve up the um, the documents into separate files and then put them back together again. So you would you would see a name that would say, you know, page A30 South Elevation, and and then as you were talking about the hyper. You know, if you see something that's sending you to, you know, page A50, you click it, and there you are, and then you can go right back. It, it's, I mean, it, it's amazing that the the return on investment and productivity gains that we got from that are staggering. I mean, it's just it's saving us hours and hours and hours and hours. Well, that's great to hear, and hopefully, uh, customers or prospective customers that. Um, aren't currently using that feature set can definitely get some benefits as well out of it. Yeah, well, that was interesting because at the conference, you know, you talk to a lot of people and almost everybody has the same, I have the same conversation with so many people. Of course, there's some pros and experts there, but a lot of the people that were there would be, would basically the conversation would be framed as, oh my goodness, I didn't know we could do this. This is going to, you know, they're, they're so excited, you know, not just with document control, but with, you know, punch list and, and digital data and all those sorts of things. And the other thing we haven't talked about yet is the collaboration. So maybe um, you could tell us a little bit about the um, how that works. Definitely. So um, co collaboration is something we've been working on for, for a number of years and something that actually brought me across to, to the company as well, the chance to enhance our collaboration feature set. And we introduced Bluebeam Studio a number of years back, I think in 2010. Um, and we started with something called Studio Sessions. And 
Well, in fact, let me back up. Studio is actually included in every seat of Bluebeam Review. You can sign up for free. You just create a quick account using an email and password, and it gives you the ability to upload an unlimited number of files to the cloud and collaborate with other users around the world. And uh, Studio Sessions was our first sort of foray into that, which allows you to upload a document, invite a number of participants into review, and they can review in real time or in their own time. So as markups are added to the drawing, everybody else can see those markups uh, as, as they appear on the drawing. And those markups are also protected, so nobody can change another person's markups. They can't accidentally delete something, or if they disagree with it, um, remove that from the drawing. It's all there protected, giving you that, that CYA, as we like to say in the industry. Uh, then the other side of that was Studio Projects, which I believe is what you guys are, are utilizing, Paul, just to create a, uh, a folder structure, a lightweight document management system where you can upload multiple file types, not just PDFs, but really use that to share your current construction set or any construction project-related files that you may have. That's right. So. If you've got all the files, say it's um, you know specifications and drawings and submittals and things like that, and then you have people out in the field with say an iPad, and the iPad app is dollars, is that right? Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah, so it's a it's a pretty nifty little app and it's not expensive, and you're out in the field and you've got Studio, you can basically pull in what you need on that given day if you're going out to do an inspection or whatnot, and you're not trying to tote around a bunch of blueprints or or the the, the default to that is actually not bringing them at all and just not having it because it's such a pain to, to do that. So that really is, a, is, is powerful for giving you information right at the work site, right where you need it the most. Yeah, that's that's true. And one of the biggest challenges we've had in the industry is as tablets and mobile phones or cell phones become more accessible, everybody's wanting instant access to that data. And that's really enabled the industry to to sort of take advantage of wireless connectivity, whether it's Wi Fi or four G and make sure they have all the latest information with them at all times. And one of the features that we use quite see quite regularly used is uh, our offline mode. So they'll go to the job trailer, they'll be working on a specific floor or with a specific set of files. They'll sync those files down offline to either the Windows tablet or the iPad that they're using, go out in the field, make whatever observations or markups they need to make, come back to the trailer where they have connectivity again and sync everything back up. Yeah, it's really great. So, the, you know, the other thing with this with this um, collaboration um, technology or application is, before we really got with the program with you guys' help, we would we would have a, you know we would review a set of drawings or a set of shop drawings, and there would be say three reviewers, somebody doing uh, waterproofing, somebody doing glazing, somebody doing roofing. We would email the documents around to everybody. They'd each you know, separately do their markups, and then the poor guy who got it last had to copy all the other ones onto the sheet. And as you can imagine, not very efficient. And now, you know, with the with the use of Studio, everybody is seeing what everybody else has done. They're working on the same document. And once again, 
you know, just shocking productivity gains for us measured in hours, hours every day, not having to, you know, just having, doing it the right way, I guess is what I would call it. Yes, definitely. And that, that really helps just making sure that everybody's working with that current construction set. They're not working on an out-of-date version. doesn't matter where they are in the world. They can always see the latest construction set provided they've got an internet connection. And you guys utilized this out in the Cayman Islands, if I remember rightly. No, that's right. The first project that we did with it was in uh, was in Grand Cayman. I mean, it worked great. We we they have you know inter- wireless internet. It was on a hotel building, so we had the, everything that we needed, and it it went really well. So that was just the uh, the beginning of of a lot of really good stuff. But there doesn't seem to be any real limitations as to where you can use it. Sometimes you have to plan ahead, and and as you said, you know, upload things before you go onto the site. But that's um, no different than any other inspection you would have done with trying to, you know, reference drawings and things like that. I mean, even in the paper world, you still had to print out your paper set before you left the office. So it's the same with the digital world. You just need to make sure you plan ahead, you know what you're going to need. And if you sync the majority of the information down, then that's really going to help you. If there's additional information you need, you can get to a Wi-Fi hotspot or use 4G connectivity just to download that last little additional bit of information. And you, you just reminded me. So when we um, really got into adopting this, we actually have a guy that we hired full time who's who's basically getting every doing all getting everything ready on Bluebeam for the actors and whatnot. And again, that's the efficiency that's really helped because now the inspectors are inspecting; they're not messing around, you know, with paperwork and and reports and things like that so it's made them a lot more effective and it's really increased the um our our level of customer service because once once you're out in the field and you do collect data well let's talk about that a little bit if if you don't mind about the um how you can use use keynotes and photo capture and all that to collect data in the field or in a punch list and then produce efficient quickly and efficiently produce a report. Yes, yeah, definitely. And we we introduced a, a new feature at the beginning of this year uh, as part of our review 2016 launch, which is our batch markup summary. And we'll talk about that a little bit more detail later on. But you you were really utilizing the the added benefits of having an iPad or a Windows tablet that has a camera device and you can place punch keys or symbology onto the plan and then associate a picture or a video uh, with audio directly to that marker very quickly, very easily, just while you're out in the field, instantly capturing all that information that you need. So if you're pointing out a specific leak or a specific issue that's going on with the uh, the building, you can actually photograph that issue in detail so you can see exactly what's going on. Or if you wanted to add some additional context to it, you can record a quick video and just, just do a nice bit of voiceover as well just to really explain and point out that issue. And then it lives in that PDF. It's all there, all visible for everybody to see. And then once the inspection's done, you can use our uh, batch markup summary to be able to create customized reports specifically tailored to your needs, whether it be including uh, your company header 
on the reports certain types of metadata information you're capturing, and also those photos and videos can all be embedded into that report as well, simply and easily so you can hand that over to the owner or these, the contractors or whoever needs that information at the end of the day. It's in a nice digestible uh, form. And it can happen almost real time. Oh, certainly. The report doesn't take very long to create at all. And those, uh, as you're going through and capturing those photos, provided you've got connectivity or when you next gain connectivity, all that information is going to upload into the into studio and be available for everybody else to see. So how how is how's the AEC industry doing with adopting this type of technology in, in your view? Well, it really starts for us that with the paper-driven world that was AEC you know, sort of eight to ten years ago and still today in some places, but we really found success early on in taking that paper process digital, just giving you a way to quickly and easily create PDFs. And to the point you made earlier, everything we do at Bluebeam is to reduce clicks to gain efficiencies to allow you guys to really do what you train to do. Get out there and design, build, and inspect buildings. And that's what we want you doing. We don't want you doing administrative paperwork. So we started off with PDF creation, being able to create high-quality vector content PDFs very quickly and easily throughout um, a number of CAD applications. And that's really where we found our, our success. And then uh, taking again, taking those paper processes digital, being able to mark those drawings up, and that's where Bluebeam Review was traditionally born out of. That need to create or the need to comment on those uh, documents or those PDFs that you've just created, uh, exactly like you would in the paper world. And then with the market crash in 2008 and the rapid release of mobile and tablet computing, that that really changed the industry. As I mentioned earlier, suddenly everybody had a device in their pocket that they could use to access data, and that really benefited the industry because it generated a larger acceptance of technology. People were more familiar with how to use a cell phone or a tablet device. They were more familiar with how to access email and other things on a, a Windows computer. So they've become more accepting of, of technology and some of the roadblocks that they had uh, previously in, in adopting any kind of technology, not just Bluebeam Review. But the pressure of the downturn really put an incredible pressure on the AEC industry to increase efficiency and streamline workflows that they had out there. And unfortunately, 82% of contractors reduced their headcount by half. So they really searched for those efficiencies and those gains that they could to still be able to complete projects on time, still be able to compete in the world of work. And Ryan Company has actually saved over $250,000 by just going paperless on one project, just using Bluebeam Review to create high-quality vector content PDFs rather than printing out paper. And that's a massive saving just for one particular project. We've also seen companies like Mortensen who adopted Bluebeam Review, and they've been able to see a 40% time reduction in inspection and sign-off processes. So. There's definitely massive efficiencies to be gained in uh, in the adoption of Bluebeam Review. It's really staggering. I mean, I can I can tell you from our personal experience, and we're 
you know, we're doing well, and I know there's room for further growth with it, but it, it's, it's, I mean, it's really, really, really a big savings, not only in the fit, not only in time, time and money, but in giving better service to the customers, just turning things around a lot faster and, you know, eliminating issues where maybe we saw something in a section and by the time they get a, a report a week later, they've already covered it up. And that's, that's basically eliminated all those issues. What are the challenges that the AEC industry has faced in terms of this kind of technology adoption? As you say now that everybody's got a device, what's what's the uh, what's the rub now? Well, now everybody's got that device. There's so many apps out there that do so many different things, and that's the biggest challenge that we're seeing in the industry today. Suddenly. Apps for everything are readily available for every particular nuance or workflow that you might want to achieve. And that's led to some data proliferation problems across each app. Every app needs to have a copy of the documents and the data stored in their, their app for, for it to be able to work. And that's really led to some the same issues that we saw in the paper world. Suddenly, you have no idea what the current document is anymore. Is is the one in Bluebeam Review or Bluebeam Studio correct? Is the one in another app correct or the one in your content management system correct? Which one is it? And we've started to see a lot of companies struggle with app fatigue. There's too many apps out there, and they're trying to now choose a, a best-in-class set of applications or a technology stack so that they can actually uh, narrow back down and gain further efficiencies from those uh, the, the few technologies that they are choosing. And we're working with a number of customers to sort of help facilitate that uh, flow of information between each of the systems that they have. If Bluebeam Review or Bluebeam Studio is part of that, they can leverage our technologies and our APIs that we have out there to facilitate that data flow between all the applications that they do use, making sure that they do know where the current document is and have a true single source of truth of their data. But they're still, still struggling as well with the basics of PDF creation. There's a new challenge in the industry now. Uh, back when we started PDF creation, nobody was doing it. Very few folks were creating uh, PDFs from CAD applications or from native applications generally, but now there's an abundance of these PDF creation technologies out there. Uh, the native CAD applications are now producing PDFs. Uh, there's a number of plugins. Of course, you've got Adobe as well out there producing PDFs. Um, the Office Suite, you can now do a save as straight to a PDF. But the problem is, is even though there is an ISO standard for PDFs, not all those PDFs are created at equal, and our, our customer base has really struggled with that, so much so that a number of our uh, design users and construction users actually started a, a PDF coalition, the Construction PDF Coalition, to set up some guidelines and best practices for cre creating PDFs for the construction set. Uh, they've actually published a set of guidelines that is available online. They have regular meetings. and. For anybody out there that wants to gain some more information about that, they can actually check out their website, uh, cpcoalition.com. And we facilitate the conversation and try and sort of ensure that our 
software and the PDFs that we create are actually really uh, adhering to those guidelines, making it easier for you guys to be able to search those PDFs, to navigate those PDFs, and to ensure that you're able to get all the information that you need quickly and easily um, throughout your construction set. Yeah, you know, it's, you don't even realize what goes on behind the scenes and how complex everything is. But I know that, you know, if you, if you don't start with a quality document or when it's not formatted correctly, it's going to be a problem and you're going to, you know, be frustrated and maybe not happy with what, what it looks like or, or functionality that doesn't work as you try to, try to get through it. Yeah, certainly, and uh, I can I can speak to that from my oil oil and gas days. You know, we would print documents out, we would hand mark them up, we would scan them back in, and then all of a sudden you can't read the text on the drawing because the scan wasn't high quality, or they're not text searchable anymore. And in fact, when we first adopted Bluebeam Review, we would mark our documents up digitally, but then at the end of the process, we'd still print them out and sign them by hand. We hadn't quite fully grasped the technology yet, and we very quickly put a stop to that and were able to use digital signatures and electronic signatures to be able to replace that need to print out the drawing and sign it off. And that meant that uh, that vector quality information was always available. We didn't have to go ahead and scan that, that information back in. You know, they say old habits die hard, and um, there's a lot of people that are so excited about change. You know, they like the way things are now, and they, and they don't really like change. And I know that that's, um, hearing people talking at the conference, that that's an issue with getting, like like there was a presentation where there's an engineer, and, and they were gushing about how great the project was. And then, you know, in the Q&A at the end, she was telling how her boss doesn't use it doesn't want to, doesn't use it. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, for me, it was like, are you kidding me? Is what I was thinking. But those are some of the things I think that, that one of the reasons that, that we're still playing, a lot of people are still playing catch up is like what I would call the fear factor, fear of fear, not liking change and, you know, being afraid to do things differently than they're being done now. Yeah, certainly. And a lot of people used to say that that was a generational thing, but we're actually seeing the complete opposite now. It's actually the younger folks that are struggling to adopt this new technology. The uh, the rest of the, the folks are actually fully on board with technology. Of course, you still have the odd person standing out there saying, no, I don't even check my email. But um, um, the majority of uh, the folks out there now are actually wanting to adopt that technology, they've, they've realized that for them to be able to increase efficiencies and to you know, get better at their jobs, they have to adopt technology. And we've really seen uh, the industry as a whole sort of adopt that technology change. Uh, the younger generation is catching up with us. And for those that are, are interested in technology, they're very much pushing the industry forward and helping us get a foothold and introduce technologies that we may not have considered before outside of the realms of the, your typical construction technology. Yeah, you know, I mean, basically technology is a big giant wave and you can either ride it or you can get pummeled and sent to the bottom of the ocean. Um, it's, it's really, you know, it's, 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 with, it's here, it's with us. 
it's great. And for those that embrace it, I think are really going to benefit. And, you know, the people that maybe are a little fearful and don't want to do it are, are unfortunately going to get left behind. Yeah, and that's the danger nowadays. You know, it's not just adopting technology; it's adopting the right technologies for your your use. What works for your company, the workflows that you're trying to do, and for for some people that'll be Bluebeam Review. For others, it'll be other products that are out there on the market. You've just got to find the ones that are are right for you and standardize on them across your your company. I don't think I ever shared this with you, but we made a wrong turn before we got to the got to Bluebeam, and you know it, it basically delayed our getting things started and, and implementing. And you were also talking about the number of apps that are out there. And our company, we're making a big effort to minimize as much as possible the apps that we're using because there's an app for everything, and which is great, you know. And and you know, some of us, I, I just got a new cell phone few months ago, and it was a good opportunity to lose a few hundred apps along the way that I don't even miss anymore. <laughs> but, you know, from a from a consistency standpoint in an organization, if you've got 200 apps, different apps floating around, different people using different things, you're just, you're just not going to have consistency. And it's really hard to standardize if everybody's doing their own thing. So we've, we've made that effort and I think it's really helped a lot. The other problem with that is if you throw a new app out there to do whatever, no matter how great it is, it's just it's just overload for for the the peop for the users and and they're not gonna use it if if they've got, you know, too much to do otherwise and, and just get more more clutter. So one of the great things with Bluebeam is so much that it's really helped us take some other things out of the equation that we were doing before and really kind of even though it's so technology is so great it's really kind of simplified and dummied some things down for us yeah definitely one of the things that we helped you guys adopt was that standardization in the look and feel of the application creating uh, standardized user profiles based on their roles and also creating standardized symbology just to be used on the drawing and being able to share that across not just your organization, but any of the other project partners that you have out there, you can very easily share that standardized symbology and look and feel of the application just to create that consistency and get people to really adopt the technology much simpler. If there's too many buttons there, they're, they're going to get lost very quickly. If you can strip the application back down to just what they need and make it easily accessible to them, they're much more willing to adopt that technology. That's one of the great things about the iPad app is that it's simple. It's not it's not cluttered up. So when you go out in the field, you know, it, it's functional for what you need to do, but it's not confusing with a lot of things that you don't need to do. Our um our dream is to have all of our customers <laughs> using Bluebeam as well so that we can really all be on the same page. You had mentioned that project in the Cayman Islands. And when we produced the report, it was basically a lot, you know, like a, I would call a living PDF um, document. So it was floor plan that had all the notes from the inspection right on the floor plan. The photos were captured within that, and it, it really, it was really pretty nice as far as as far as being having a lot of information and being tied in specific locations. And I sent it to our customer. 
who was uh, um, like the building owner, and he said, "Oh, I have Bluebeam." And then as soon as we started going through the report, he was he was just dumbfounded at how many things we had done with it. He, you know, of course he he had it. He opened PDFs with it or whatever, but he didn't have any um, real understanding of how powerful and all the features were, and, and he was really impressed with it. Made us look good too. Oh, that always helps. But it, the great thing about the PDF standard is it is it's an open standard. You know, you can use if you're producing a re report output like that from from Bluebeam Review. Your customers don't necessarily have to have Bluebeam Review to be able to consume that report. But if you're wanting to get them on board and be able to collaborate with them more readily, they can actually utilize our free viewer, Blooming View, to be able to participate in studio sessions, just like they have a, a regular seat of Blooming Review. They're able to add markups to that session, collaborate with you all for free. So there's definitely yeah. some options out there. And if they haven't tried it yet, you can also download a 30-day 30, 30 fully functional trial from our website as well. Anybody not using it, I would I would recommend checking it out because it's really great. So where do you see things going from here in the industry? Well, we're seeing a technology adoption in a different way uh, across the industry now. Um, as I mentioned before, companies are trying to standardize on this, and these uh, virtual design and construction or VDC teams are being created, and they're specifically looking into how technology can be utilized in the industry. Uh, with wireless connectivity and cloud computing, it's really empowering those teams to, to collaborate more efficiently. So Studio is definitely going to be a big push for us in the future, uh, improving that, making sure that everybody's got access to the data they need quickly, easily. Um, that's definitely something that we're doing already today, but there's always things that we can improve on. But it's funny, just looking at how the industry is adopting technology now, uh, the future is, is really exciting for us. We've, we've seen consumer technology being adopted by the construction industry in ways that we never imagined. From the hardware side, there's been drones. You know, they were meant to be little hobbyist playthings, and now all of a sudden, the construction professionals are using them for progress and for takeoff. I've, I've actually seen people lay a 10-foot plank of wood out onto the roof of a building because they can then fly the drone around and be able to actually scale the drawing off that known measurement. And they can then do takeoff, they can do estimation, they can see progress over a set period of time. Um, 360-degree cameras are a new emerging technology. They've, they've been around for a long, long time, but just over the last few months, I've had so many customers come and talk to me about how they could be utilized into Bluebeam Review or just generally in their, their construction uh, processes. They're using these for punch walks. You're now not having to go in and find every issue. You just go in, take the 360 photo, and walk out again. You attach that to the, the document later on. And now with uh, virtual reality and augmented reality, there's, there's a huge amount of potential out there with that. We're, we're seeing that in the gaming industry. We're seeing that also being adopted in the construction industry. In fact, uh, Martin Brothers, they're a Southern California drywall contractor. They actually created their own on-site bin cave. And it's 
FinCave is a computer-aided oh, computer virtual environment that allows them to basically use uh, a virtual reality environment to, to design and to build or to prototype things. And uh, they used a, or built a proof of concept that involved building a bathroom uh, frame without use of construction plans, just using the uh, Microsoft HoloLens that's out there. In fact, we we were so excited about the uh, the work that they did that we we published an article on our uh, our blog site or our media site uh, structure.com. That's S T R X U R. That's just an interesting place for us to publish general technology articles that are to influencing and driving the industry, allowing us to have to have more of a voice of sharing that technology success that there is out in the industry. Not necessarily focused on Bluebeam Review, but uh, just general technology trends, highlight customers that have had massive success, uh, such as Martin Brothers and a number of others that are out there as well. But then on the software side, they're, they're doing some incredible things with Google Photos. We capture a lot of information. You hinted at it already. Uh, all these issue photos or general sort of progress photos, people are uploading those to the Google Photo Engine, and that's automatically categorizing them and allowing them to be searched very quickly and easily. And that's just something that we never ever considered as a as an option before. And now people are are really adopting those consumer technologies to sort of drive forward and innovation and to to search out that efficiency that they want for for the next project. It's really exciting and it's moving so so fast. I was just on vacation in in Europe and North Africa and I would take a picture and I'd be getting a notification from Google saying, you know, do you want to post a photo on Google Maps of so-and-so restaurant, it's like, wow, I can, you know, I mean, it's so precise and it's not, you know, any town USA either. This was like in Morocco and places like that. It's really, really impressive. Yeah, it certainly is. And it's it's that technology that's really enabling the, the industry to move forward and to, to gain those efficiencies. And as you rightly said, it truly is a wave and there is the risk of being left behind if you don't adopt those technologies to gain those efficiencies. Owners want buildings built faster, quicker, and at a lower cost today. And you really need to adopt technology, whether it be software and hardware or just other general engineering developments, tools, or heavy equipment to, to gain those efficiencies. Yeah, that's right. And I think the construction industry has been a little slow in that regard. It's coming, and 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 you know, in some cases, it's there. I mean, we're we're about to get our FAA license and fly drones, which in our business, inspecting roofs and facades and things like that, it's going to make a huge difference. We we just I just inspected a hotel property for a prospective purchaser. You know, it was like a 20-story building, and had to do a swing stage drop, and you know, basically, it took. A lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of uh, logistical heartache, and we we got it done. But it's basically riding up and down for an hour, taking pictures, and we were using Bluebeam, which which helped us get the report out next day. I, we could have done that with a drone. I mean, every 
everything that we did with the swing stage, we could have done with a drone at much less cost and and equal equal ability. And you know, it's it's you can you can just see the 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 efficiency gains that you get and and with things like that and be able to do things that really couldn't do before weren't in the budget. You know, inspection of a building can be a lot more comprehensive if you're using a piece of technology equipment as opposed to trying to, you know, put guys out there going up and down and looking at everything. Yeah, definitely. Very exciting. Certainly. So um, thank you so much for, for coming on. Is there any, I guess I have to ask you, is there anything I, I didn't, we didn't cover that was, was worth mentioning? No, I think we've covered pretty much everything, but uh, I will leave you with uh, one last plug. We've actually just started our uh, Bluebeam Review 2017 beta process. So that's access to our software that hasn't yet been released. Um, we'd love for customers, existing customers, new customers, to, to sign up for our beta and, and try things out. There's some new features that are, are coming out there that I'm very excited about. Actually, Review 2017 is... Uh, I, I'm probably more excited about this release than I have been for any other release that we've uh, we've had in my seven years of knowing Bluebeam as a customer and both the, and as an employee as well. So if you're interested in that, go to bluebeam.com/review-beta and you can sign up for our beta process there. But again, definitely uh, check out Bluebeam Review. It's worth worth trying. Also check out Structure. That's S T R xur.com just for some of those uh, influential articles and just really trying to inspire you guys by sharing some exciting things that are going on in in the industry. The Bluebeam website, just for listeners that aren't familiar with it, and if you're not familiar with, 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 the, with the company or with the program, has a wealth of information, videos and and case studies and, you know, industry applications, things like that. So I would jump on to what you were saying and, and highly recommend that any, if anybody's interested to take a look at it. And I'm saying this, you know, it sounds like I'm very enthusiastic and promoting um, Bluebeam, but only because it's so great. I really, we, we've really, really had a great experience with it and, you know, can, can it's helped our bottom line, it's helped our customer service and, and it's really really been a, a, a good thing for us. So with that being said, Omar, again, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's really interesting. I know the listeners are probably are, are definitely going to enjoy this. And um, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us today. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. For more information on the Everything Building Envelope, Previous episodes, show notes, bonus video content, and much more, check out our website, everythingbuildingenvelope.com.